G'day everybody, my name is Elliot Waters and you're listening to the Disregulated Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to like, subscribe, give us a great rating and you can share it around with your mates. And you can follow me on Instagram at elliot.t.waters. So this is just a quick little episode. This will be the last one for 2023. Just an update on my drinking ban. I didn't really cover it in the previous episode very much, and I feel like it deserves its own episode, so here we go. The good news is that I am still alcohol-free. I went through Christmas, you know, everyone around me is drinking beers. I'm on the Carlton Zeros, and I'm not having alcohol, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. I woke up Boxing Day, and I was nice and fresh, unfortunately, to go to work, but at the same time... There's been so many shifts on Boxing Day that I've gone to work that I can barely see straight, you know, going to the toilets and vomiting halfway through, you know, it's just hell. Thank goodness it appears that we don't do that anymore because Christmas is a good excuse to get on the beers if that's what you want to do. And the only beers that I consumed were a lot, which was Carlton Zero, which has no alcohol in it. So just a little, I think I've given a shout out to Carlton United Breweries or Asahi Beverages before, but if any rep from that amazing brewery is listening right now, feel free to send me a message on Instagram at elliot.t.waters and we can work out something where Carlton Zero can be the sponsor, the main sponsor of the Disregulator podcast. So, you know, just, just send me a message and and I'm ready to have a meeting about it because Carlton Zero is becoming a big part of my life, I suppose. It is the substitute for all the other stuff and um, I quite enjoy it. And the reason is because it tastes like real, real beer, which is good, and it doesn't taste like watered-down beer either. Now, I'm not just down talking about Carlton Zero because, you know, I want to be fair, but, but these zero-alcohol beers are getting, is across the board, are sort of getting like this. You know, you drink one, you wouldn't really know it's got no alcohol in it, except if you have six of them and you can still walk straight and you're not talking rubbish. So, yes, yeah, so um, Christmas, I went through Christmas, no dramas, and today is New Year's Eve, but I've already bought my Carlton Zero for tonight, and I'm already planning, I'm going to go for a bit of a drive around and watch the fireworks here in Newcastle down in the city. I'm going to be driving around drinking my Carlton Zero. I'd love to get pulled over by the police and say, <laughs> sorry, fellas, it's a Carlton Zero, mate. All right, you can't get me for that. So, you know, if they breath test me, it was the last time I had a drink, Elliot, <laughs> like five weeks ago, mate. I'm off it. I'm off it. Yeah, I sort of want that to happen. I think that would, that'd be really fulfilling for me, you know. I'd feel great if that, if I could do that. But anyway, so that's the story there, which is the non-alcohol component is still going strong, which is great, and I'm so proud of myself. And I don't know, I've said this before on the show, but this time feels different because I just I just don't want to do it. It's as simple as that. I don't want the headaches. I don't want sending stupid messages to people that I shouldn't be. You know, I don't want saying stupid things to people I shouldn't be or or being loud and obnoxious in, in a place that doesn't, you know, it's not conducive for that. You know, like, like I said, my 16-year-old self is a big part of driving my alcohol consumption forward. And I'm a bit over drinking like a 16-year-old who who, you know, has never drunk before and just going hell for leather. It's it's not that fun, you know. I've had lots of drinks. I've sort of done that, been there, done that, I think. 
You know, I've had some legendary nights, let me tell you. My stories, and maybe I'll bring out some of these stories on the show um, down the track, but some of my stories on the drink, I'll tell you, they would rival anybody's. But unfortunately, there's some pretty bad ones in there as well. I think I've made mention on the alcohol-free zone episode, I think, that, you know, every single breakup that I've had has very much, in a lot of ways, been fueled by alcohol. Maybe not directly, but certainly indirectly. But in some of them, it, it definitely was directly. So, you know, this has been a problem for a long time. Not that it's just been a problem for me, but it's also been a problem for those people around me as well. So, so five weeks or six weeks, I think we are, I don't know, I'm not even counting, that's the thing. It's, it's not about the numbers game, it's not about hitting 100 days or three months or six months, 12 months, whatever, you know, it's just I don't want to do it, so I'm not doing it, and then maybe one day I'll wake up, you know, in my mansion with my Porsche 911 GT3 turbo out the front, my wonderful wife and my beautiful children, and I'll be like, hey, I haven't had a drink of alcohol in like five years, that's pretty cool, I wonder if there's any connection there between the uh, the the amazing things that have happened to me and have been bestowed upon me in my life. I don't know because alcohol has certainly gotten in the way of many many good opportunities, and I haven't been able to take them because I don't know the drinking was was the number one priority. Now don't get me wrong. I think I said this in the last uh, alcohol free zone episode as well, but. You know, I would never call myself an alcoholic, definitely not. I don't drink during the week. Very rarely do I drink during the week. But the thing is, I'm a chronic binge drinker. Once it gets to Saturday night in particular, you know, it is on. You know, have the first three drinks and it's a race to the next 15. And that is a race that I don't want to run anymore. Because as well, you know, I'm 33 now. These hangovers, I'm going to say it again because I know I've mentioned this before. These hangovers, seriously, mentally... Um, sorry, physically last, you know, like three days at least, but mentally I'm talking five to seven days. And what was happening was the day that I finally start feeling better again um, is is sat- was Saturday and then we'd go out drinking again and then all of a sudden the cycle would repeat and um, my mental health suffered as a result, my physical health suffered as a result and just my enjoyment in life certainly suffered as well. So there you go. Not that I'm preaching to everybody, because not everybody has a problem with drinking like me. But if you are one of, if if you know, if this sort of insight resonates with you and means making you think, oh, you know, that sounds a bit like me. I'm telling you, I feel so much better for not drinking already. It is a big scary step, especially in Australia, because you know it's sort of expected that. Uh, on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, you know, you get blind and that's what I used to do. And New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, you just drink all day, all night, all day again and just get absolutely plastered. Um, that is not in my repertoire anymore. And standing back now, being a little bit elitist, I'm thinking I never really had that much fun doing that sort of stuff anyway. So it's a really empowering move and I'm really happy to say that we got through a pretty tough period at Christmas where a lot of people around me were drinking and New Year's is tonight, which is another of those high-risk situations. But I'll tell you what, I've already bought my carton of Carton Zero. You know, I'm ready to go. 
I'm in the right headspace not to engage in drinking and everything that comes with it. So that in itself is very exciting. And I thought I better let you know that that is still continuing because remember, I, and it's true, you know, you guys are holding me accountable. The last thing I want to do, which I've done on this show before, is get up on here and say, oh, you know, I didn't drink for like three weeks, but oh, I succumbed to it and oh, I'm so depressed and hungover, blah, 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 blah. I'm not doing that anymore because we are headed forwards and that stuff just held me back. So no more drinking for me. And, and again, and two, I, I also want to say and make this point as well. A lot of people can have alcohol and, and, and have it health, in a healthy manner. And it doesn't affect things and doesn't wreck their life like it has with me at times, you know, wrecking relationships or losing licenses or getting into fights that were unnecessary or just, you know, saying things to people that you probably wouldn't say when you're sober and you've got to apologize for that sort of stuff. You know, there's a lot of people out there, I realize, the lucky ones, that that, that doesn't happen to them. They have a few drinks, they have a really good time, and that's it. That's it. We move on. But unfortunately for me, a couple of drinks, usually when I get the drink three, then it's like, all right, we're on, baby. Let's just slam them as much as we can. And then after, you know, five, six, seven beers, then we get on the vodka Red Bulls, and then who knows what happens after that. Maybe other substances could be involved, whatever. That stuff is not happening anymore. And I think that is a great move, especially as a 33-year-old whose hangovers are so, so brutal. All right, well, that's it for me. This is the last episode of 2023. I can't wait to see you next year. And I will do a little check-in, whether it's tomorrow or the day after, just to show again that I didn't drink over the New Year period and that we're staying to the course. And I thank you all for keeping me accountable. I really do appreciate it. All right, thank you guys. Have a good New Year's and I'll see you next time here on the Disregulated Podcast. Podcast.